this one ghost hunting team called the Pansas Karen the the Pansas the Pansas okay another paranormal group named the Kansas Paranormal Group sorry guys okay Good morning, good day, and good evening. And good night. Good night. Welcome to the Insomnia Report. Episode 17. Yay. Woo, welcome. Almost illegal adults. Yeah, that's that's weird. Almost like... Yeah. How did we get here? It feels like we just started this, but it also feels like we've been doing this forever. I don't know. Time doesn't exist. No, anymore. no, it doesn't. It, um, I literally have, like, when I think about things that happened in 2019, I can't, I think they happened, like, in 2020. Like, I can't, I don't know. 2020 just felt so, like, I'm on the same page. I'm like, when I look at 2021, I'm like, that's not right. I'm like, we're already yeah. in February. Yeah. It's, yeah. It will. Um, I'm Margo. And I'm Elizabeth. And we are the two friends and roommates that like to talk about the things that keep us up at night. night. <laughs> I appreciate all of you listening. If it is your first episode with us, welcome. If you have listened before, welcome back. Glad you're here. This is a paranormal episode where we talk about ghosts and stuff. And stuff. That, there's actually a song called Ghosts and Stuff, and I was very into it in, in probably a sophomore year of high school. What? It was like a dubby steppy. A dubby step. <laughs> <laughs> a dubstep song? Yeah. Do we need to get some of those light-up gloves or whatever people wore? No, I, I actually like it a lot because it's not like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, like that kind of. Yeah, super excited. It's our fifth round, right? Is it? Yeah. Not like it matters. I mean, we don't do like seasons or whatever, you know? Yeah. But anyway, too complicated. episode 17. Yes. I'm going to light the candle. Oh my gosh, we have a new candle and this Hi. is from... This is from Kirsten. The Yay. scent is... Let me remind myself what the scent is. It is smoked sandalwood and myrrh. Um, let's keep it... Kirsten for now, and we can mm. have her name it. How about that? Dear Kirsten, please tell us what to name our candle. Whoa! Ow! That's a good one, but this match is curved, and it makes me nervous. I keep all the matches, and I used to take the match from every episode and date it, because I thought that was cute. But then when we were taking our Christmas card photos, and we were taking the pictures of all the matches, they all just like started piling up, so then I like stopped doing it. So now I... I still have all these matches on the windowsill oh. that I haven't dated. Anyway. Random matches. 
Um, so yeah, what has kept you up this week? I've been staying up listening to a really good podcast called Uncivil. Okay. Um, I've been binging it. It's about the Civil War and tells some really interesting stories from different perspectives during the war. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a good description of it, but it's really good. And everyone should listen to it. And, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Oh, sorry. What's kept you up at night? Oh. um, I have just been very tired i am like emotionally physically and mentally exhausted i think it's just you know winter blues and mercury is in retrograde Mm. and it's just like a lot of things but despite how tired i am i cannot fall asleep Mm. and normally i listen to meditations and those work pretty well for me but even then it's like i'm still just not like sleeping soundly yeah so i guess that has been keeping me up but I'm I'm running on fumes this mm. week. It's it's okay. Like I mean anyway, that that's it. There's no like particular thing just because I know I say this every week, but work is absolutely insane right now. But I know like in the spring it's like kind of our slower season. So knock like hopefully things will be okay or like I'll I'll get back into a routine. But for now, I'm like, it's my brain is chaos. Yeah. So. That's understandable. So my loud brain has been keeping me up. Mm. She's noisy. She's a noisy neighbor. Mm. I imagine my brain is like what our downstairs neighbors have to deal with. Like, oh my God, why are they crying again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah. I checked all the doors. They're locked. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, Okay. But yeah, I mean, the the usual stuff. I mean, nothing really exciting has happened. Yeah. What what does? Well, this is our exciting thing, so. Yeah. There it it is cold. It is very cold. We had a snowstorm yesterday. And then on Sunday it's going to be a high of 7 degrees. A high of 7 degrees. Cute. For our European listeners, 7 degrees Fahrenheit is like 14 degrees or Celsius. Or not just European, but uh, non-American listeners. Basically everyone but us. It's minus 14 degrees. Celsius. Oh, I said 14, like I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, cool. Yeah. Okay. So. Fab, you want to tell me something yeah. spooky? I do. I do. Cool. I do. Okay. Kansas. It's like we're ticking off states on the map. Just a. One, I mean, there's 50 of them. I I know, just doing a whole Sufian Stevens journey of states, but for ghost stories. Anyway. Okay. Well, actually, that wasn't a ghost story last time. That was a wild card. Anyway, we're in Kansas this week. Dorothy. Dorothy, we are here. That's funny because I actually wrote that in my notes. Oh. Um, Uh Great minds think alike, huh? I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. (laughs) Toto. Want to know a sad fact about Toto? Yeah. he's uh, He was, like, buried, and then they built a highway over it. So he's, like, <laughs> under a, a highway. Oh, is there, like, a marker on the highway, at least? I have no idea. Oh, poor dog. <laughs> he's, 
I okay. I went down this like rabbit hole because I I don't have to go into it, but basically like working on the Wizard of Oz was horrible. They like traumatized um Judy Garland and like oh all the the people who were the munchkins were like treated so horribly. So I like went down this rabbit hole reading articles about like how like the Wizard of Oz was made and like they thought that Judy Garland was too fat, so they only allowed her to drink black coffee and cigarettes and like Oh my god. Um it was like really like anyway. That's horrible. Yeah, Hollywood's great, but um oh. apparently like a, a lot of people like committed suicide like anyway, I don't know. But it's very Maybe interesting because it's for an episode. Yeah. Oh. oh. So cut that out because I'm keeping that anyway. <laughs> okay. But you don't have to. I don't care. I'm just gonna stop talking. Okay. 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 Thank you. <laughs> I don't. It's not called the Toto Highway, though. Oh, they should have at least named it after him. Um, yeah, we're in Kansas, in Atchison, Kansas. In fact, population eleven thousand twenty-one. It's near the border of Missouri, right on the Missouri River. Okay. Fun fact: Amelia Earhart was born there hmm. in eighteen ninety-seven. Okay. And they have an annual Amelia Earhart Festival in did, July. Did they ever find her? No. Oh, okay. I also went down a rabbit hole when I was doing <laughs> this research. I was, like, reading about her. I was like, oh. Um, but I was obsessed with her as a kid. Yeah. Like, I I remember, I think in, like, second grade, I made a paper airplane with a little Amelia Earhart in it. And I, like, went up impromptu to the front of the class and, like, presented about her. That's adorable. Which is very out of character for me. So it must have been something I was very passionate about. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Amelia Earhart. That's for another episode. Her ghost. (laughs) Yeah, they did find one piece of the plane. Okay. Like after, when they were searching for her in 1937. Okay. Anyway, we're not here to talk about her, even though she's cool and I love her. All right. We're here to talk about ghosts. Right. At... 508 North 2nd Street in Atchison, Kansas, with the Missouri River for a backyard. Oh, dear. There sits a small, unassuming white house with a gigantic tree right in the front. And I only know that because I found it on Google Maps. Is that what you were doing earlier? Okay. Oh, yeah. You saw Google Maps open on my computer. I, I was going to ask, but I'm like, I better not. Yeah. Don't, don't want to spoil this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Big tree. Big tree. Like an oak tree, did you say? Or I don't know. I what a kind. picture an oak tree. I tried to look closely and I couldn't figure it out. Okay. So. I'm sorry. Th- that remains a mystery. Who knows? No. This is about a ghost tree. We want answers. <laughs> <laughs> the house was built between 1867 and 1871 by the Finney family. And there have been. Three documented deaths in the house, I I believe. Michael Finney, the guy who built it, he died there in 1872, so just a year after it was finished. William True, Michael Finney's son-in-law and the husband of his of Michael's daughter Agnes, he died there in 1918, and then Agnes herself died in 1939. Wow. But apart from these documented deaths, there's a certain legend that gives the house its name. A doctor, 
Dr. Charles Finney. I don't know. I guess he must have been related to the Finney family somehow. That would be a weird coincidence if they weren't. (laughs) That would be, yeah, that'd be really weird. That'd be funny, not Finney. Exactly. Finn, I'm done. (laughs) That's all, folks. (laughs) Good night. Charles, Dr. Charles Finney lived in the house. And one day, a little girl was brought to him with appendicitis. It was so severe that he knew she had to be operated on immediately, and there was no time to administer anesthesia. So she was awake the whole time and in extreme pain. She didn't survive the surgery, but her spirit, it is said, remains in the house, tormenting those who spend time there. The little girl's name was Sally. Sally House. Welcome to the Sally House. Yay. I was like, wait, this sounds familiar. Like yeah. my eyebrow was like, <laughs> sus. <laughs> Very sus. Very sus. Fast forward about a century later to 1993 when the Pickmans moved in. Tony and Deborah Pickman were a young couple who thought, They were moving into a nice, normal house in Atchison, Kansas, but alas, it was not. (laughs) Oh, didn't see that coming. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Here are some of the things that started happening to them shortly after they moved in. Their dog seemed to growl at nothing, especially near the upstairs nursery. Fires broke out in the house, and Tony, the husband, started to be attacked he would be scratched. He was scratched a lot. Like, they have lots of photographs of him, like, scratches all over his body. Oh. Big ones, too. Okay, wait. The fires. Are you going to yeah. go into detail? Like, what would, like, com- like would something just combust? Mm. Or was it, like, electrical? Or, like, That's what? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't have any more information okay. on those, unfortunately. Proceed. Because that also seems sus. Okay. The, the room that used to be the operating area of the doctor's office would become cold. Objects would move when Tony drew near to them, which is kind of weird. The ghost never attacked his wife or their kid, though. It was just him. Okay. Maybe she just didn't like older men. Like, it was... Yeah. Maybe he looked like the doctor or something, or... Yeah, maybe. She had a grudge. Yeah. Unexplained voices... Apparent burnt finger marks upon mysteriously burning candles. I don't know what what that exactly means. Burnt. Like, maybe if I were to put, like, my finger in soot and, like, yeah. put it on the candle. Maybe. I burnt don't... Finger, or, like, a fingerprint with no fingerprint because, like, it was burnt off. Like... I don't know. Like, did the candles just start... I don't know. I, yeah, I, it wasn't very clear. Anyway... <laughs> Lights and appliances would turn on and off. Pictures would be turned upside down. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. Well, I use all of my frames are on command strip, so ha. <laughs> well, then it would be even worse if they were turned upside down. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. You'd have to unstick it and restick it. Well, that would be nice of them. I, you know, <laughs> like, at least they didn't leave it like oh, on the floor. Randy. Randy. Stop. He's like, ha ha. <laughs> okay, he I'm so sorry. Has to, he just has to have his say here. Yeah. Well, it is cold. Like, he's doing yeah. extra work. Thank you, Randy. Thanks, Randy. Thanks for your service. 
They would find toys arranged in a circle in the middle of the floor. I don't in the enjoy that at all. Tony claimed to have seen the apparition of a little girl. Does that... Who they called Sally. Like, he came into the kitchen and saw her. And, like, the story is he, like, dropped his glass of water and it shattered on the floor. And he looked down at it and looked up and she was gone. And then he, like, he drew a picture of her. And it's this little girl with, like, curly brown hair. And, yeah, they they called her Sally. I don't know if it's... Uh, because I'm by the window and it's freezing out, but mm. I have like full body, like goose. Yeah, I, it's it creeps me out too. Mm. It creeps me out. Too. Anything with children, I'm just. I know. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. The house and the Pickmans have gotten a lot of media attention mm-hmm. since 1993 on news channels, paranormal shows, and they even got a made-for-TV movie from Paramount Pictures called okay. Heartland Ghost. Okay. Ghost Adventures visited in 2014. They sure did. Or 2015. I think 2014 because it aired in 2015. Okay. Anyway. And they made the Pikmins come back in the house with them, which, like, they always do. Rude. It's so annoying. And on the show, Tony also claimed when they lived there to have had the urge to kill his wife, <gasps> which they were very, like, blasé about almost which i found kind of interesting he he, i mean he spoke about it very factually he was like yeah i like felt these violent urges and like i wanted to slit her throat and all the stuff and she's just sitting there kind of like yeah mm -hmm." as if it was like explaining a like a hidden run it's like yeah i saw the man get out of a car and walk away and she's like yeah he did yeah (laughs) yeah and then i guess after they moved in 94 it stopped but even i i don't know i think i mean it's been a long time but i feel like 26 years. That would <laughs> still freak me out if my husband told that to me. Like, just so casually, like, yeah, I want her dead. And like, hmm. like, was it, like, even if it was a ghost, like, maybe get that checked out. Anyway. Oh. I, um, this is a non-sponsored ad for therapy. Um, <laughs> everyone should do it. Thank you. Thank you. Promo code sleep. <laughs> <laughs> when Ghost Adventures visited, they also claimed that the crawl space in the basement is a portal. Oh, for ghosts and that there's a black spot on the floor of the basement where a woman who lived there drew a pentagram and did satanic See, rituals. why you gotta do that? They yeah. always bring in the, like, satanic. It's, it's like, to them, everyone's a Satanist. Like, they're everywhere. It's either Native Americans yeah. or satanic rituals. Right. There's it's, no, like... Yeah. It's... Yeah. It, it, that's it. Or human always. sacrifices or, like, yeah. you know, just... Just... I, yeah. I don't know. It's... <laughs> They have a um, they have like a template right. they work from. Yeah, some recurring themes there. <laughs> a motif. Yes. On the show, they captured footage of so they arranged some of the toys in a circle in the nursery room, and they captured footage of one of one of them moving. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the panda, right? Yeah, you have a really good memory. So they captured footage of a toy moving in the nursery, which is pretty freaky. Yeah. I bet you could find a clip of it online somewhere. When they brought the Pikmins back with them into the house, Tony, the husband, got scratched again. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, they moved out in 1994. And at the moment, I think it's owned by someone, but it's also, like, you can do tours and stuff, and that's run by the Atchison uh, Chamber of Commerce. 
events that have been witnessed by visitors to the Sally House since the Techmans moved out include video and investigative equipment that stops working, batteries that drain, which is pretty typical, moving objects, scratches or bruising, physical touches, mysterious coldness, trained guide dogs that refuse to enter the nursery. Oh. Just pretty creepy. That's extremely creepy. Window blinds that open and close. No. Voices, lots of EVPs, weird smells, and full-bodied apparitions. Okay, so that makes me think it's something a lot more than just a girl who died in surgery. Like, that's way too poltergeisty mm-hmm. or like way too heavy of an energy like I don't know yeah no I I agree yeah yeah so the Pikmins I've said this already but they moved out in 1994 and they took part in investigations of the house through 2007 but they don't really go back in it anymore I don't though they did them. for the ghost adventures thing Sometimes, apparently, they feel a strong pull towards the house. Tony, I guess, sleepwalked there one night. How far away did he live? I don't know. Okay. Well, I hope close. (laughs) I moved across the street. Yeah. I set up a tent in the backyard. Exactly. I bought a houseboat on the river. I don't know. (laughs) Deborah and Tony have a website on the Sally House. It's thesallyhouse.com. Okay. And it's very extensive. Lots of text, lots to read. They're really into it. People leave lots of comments and they answer all the comments. They have a whole web page about how it says we don't advocate visiting the house. It's potentially very dangerous. And it's like paragraphs about how it could be very dangerous for you if you go into the house. Individuals have had to deal with long-lasting and imposing attachments and worse that cause unbelievable chaos and take several months to help alleviate or free them from the trouble. And they said also when groups or individuals go and antagonize the ghosts that are there, Tony and Deborah and their family are affected even where they live now. It Interesting. says they get cuts burns welts bruising and she said three times fires have broken out on tony's clothing on his clothes yeah apparently his their kids thought that like their dad would spontaneously combust one day which is very sad yeah so yeah i mean you can go there (laughs) Um, you can't and they do not advocate it is is there like a tour that you book or does it cost money to go or like if they're like don't recommend you go but link to the tours and the (laughs) (laughs) yes you can do a self-guided tour for 18 dollars you book it online or you can stay overnight in the sally house for 120 dollars person or 150 dollars person during September and October, what they call on the website, haunted season. And part of the rules for that is there's, like, restrictions. Like, you have to sleep in a sleeping bag on the floor. You can't sleep in the beds. Like, blah, blah, blah. Don't, like, light candles or anything. There's also no attempting to cleanse the house and no Ouija boards or seances. 
It says that on the website. Okay. It's not allowed. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So according to Deborah. Deborah. Sally is believed to be a manifestation of an evil entity in the yep. house. Yep. That's what I think. We've They've never found any records that Sally existed. So Deborah mm-hmm. says... What may look or present as Sally is evil and dangerous. It's always, yep. I don't, I don't ever trust children ghosts, especially that strong of a, you know. Yeah. It's not like it's an innocent girl, like, you know, giggling or lost looking for her teddy bear. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to freak you out in the kitchen and like scratch you. Like, no. Yeah. It's something malicious. Exactly. Right. An investigation group called the Kansas Paranormal Group claims that they discovered that Sally isn't the only ghost haunting the house, but there's also a middle-aged woman who is said to be behind the more frightening attacks. Ooh, I don't like Mm. that. Sean Daly is an anthropology professor at Lee University, and he's researched the house and says there was never a girl named Sally who lived in town. So... Okay. Yeah, he said up until about 1990, there's no activity associated with that house. Hmm. But he does find it very creepy, and he knows that weird things happen there. He said he's seen or he's seen objects move, and people get scratched and, and stuff, and window blinds are opening and whatever. So he's not saying there's nothing there. He's just saying that there was never a Sally, okay. which kind of backs up the theory that she's not... A little girl ghost, but right, something else. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Icky. At the moment, Deborah and Tony are investigators themselves, and they—I guess—they do other paranormal investigations and speak at events and like uh, with media and stuff. So, let me read you some TripAdvisor reviews from okay. the Sally House. A user named Ghostly Travels wrote in August 2019, I stayed a night in Sally House with my husband. Also, like, shout out to that relationship because that's yeah. my goal, you know? <laughs> Let's stay overnight in haunted houses together. Okay. I mean, that's what you and I want to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what you we know? do. So, yeah. Well, yeah. We had typical ghost hunting gear with us, digital recorders, cameras, EMF detector, Not much happened at first, and I thought maybe it would turn out to be a wasted trip, and all the lore surrounding the house was just hype. Well, that soon changed. I won't go into the details of what happened, but I will say that whatever is inside Sally House seemed to like my husband, but me, not so much. And I wonder if it's because during one of our initial recordings, I took a little bit of an aggressive tone. I'm not sure if it was me being annoyed that nothing was happening, or if it was a demon trying to possess my body. I'm assuming the first... But I like to stay open-minded. If you're into the the paranormal, stay at Sally House. It's worth it for the history alone, and more than likely, you'll end up having strange experiences when you least expect it. Okay. And then there's this one from someone named Husker Cusker from July 2017. And they said, We spent a lot of money and did the overnight event. I participated in several overnight ghost hunts, slept in another house that was supposedly haunted, and have been to numerous castles and overnights in Europe. The Sally House was a huge disappointment. 
Your main concern will be people coming up and knocking on the doors and windows asking to come inside, which I find terrifying. I, I, <laughs> I hate that too. Or just popping up in a window and taking photos. <gasps> no. Please no, don't do no. that. Ah. <laughs> there are not many blinds or curtains in the house. The house is on a busy street, so all you see are car lights going around the rooms. In summer, you will have the old AC unit making noise. Did not get any sense of anything out of the place, was not scared, nor had any strange feelings anywhere in the house. I honestly would recommend you not to waste your money. The history of this house does not show at any time there being a Sally in the house, yet alone dying in the house. So I looked through a bunch of the TripAdvisor reviews, and they are basically either really convinced that something's in the house, or they think it's a total scam. So it's hard to say. Yeah. So when I was doing this research... I was kind of torn, just like the TripAdvisor reviews. Part of me was like, this seems kind of fake mm-hmm. because there were no reports of activity in the house before the Pikmins moved in and then they got like a made-for-TV movie and all this stuff. And yeah. I don't know if they got money for it or not or Probably. what happened. Yeah, and now they kind of have these careers more or less as like... Evolved around it. Yeah, media people or investigators but on the other hand there does seem to be some really compelling evidence yeah for sure so who knows is it actually haunted i don't know there's a lot of information that is unreliable about the house but disregarding that if it is really haunted is sally really the ghost of a little girl or something else or some believe the spirits may be trying to communicate for help but i don't know right now they're being very aggressive about it i know it's not a good communication method (laughs) (laughs) communication skills lacking exactly at the moment the current owner keeps the radio on at night because they said sally likes it that's nice and that's the sally house Okay, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. But when you said like, oh, well, they had this experience and now their life is on it. I mean, look at Zach Bagans. He never believed in ghosts until he became face-to-face with one. So That's true. I feel like that's the origin story of every paranormal right. investigator. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it so. happened to them. They want to... Yeah, I don't want to... I'm just, you know, I don't yeah, know. No, I'm being skeptical but also i i don't not believe them i do think it does seem like something's going on there yeah who knows do you have a ghost story for me i do and i hope you don't mind but it's kind of a part two to something okay let's go very recently i talked about an axe murderer Uh uh-huh named lizzie borden lizzie is it too soon? Too soon? No. I, I, I don't know. But I... <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who did not listen to episode 15, you can learn all about the famous murder and how Lizzie was tried and acquitted for the murder of her father and stepmother. I recommend you listen to the whole episode, but the timestamp for that portion of it is at 2633. So 26 minutes and 33 seconds. I went back and found it. Thank you. Um, Just in case. I don't know. But anyway, for those of you who don't want, like if you just want to stick around, if you're still there. uh, (laughs) Hello. Hello. God. 
here's kind of the the meat and potatoes of it. But what, here's the, my boss always says like, oh yeah, it's the meat and potatoes of it. Like when it's like when you're getting into like the details. Yeah. So now I like find myself saying that a lot. You know, it's it's weird how that happens. Oh yeah. Like at work. I never used to say like, oh, I just wanted to bubble this up when I was like, oh, I just wanted to send a reminder. Like, yeah. but we, like everyone at work is like, just wanted to bubble this up again. But I'm like, I I've never, like never heard that before. I don't know. But like now I can't stop saying it. So it's just weird. Bubbles. So I'm bubbling the meat and potatoes. Um, <laughs> um, so in August of 1892, Lizzie Borden walked into her home to find her father and stepmother, brutally bludgeoned to death from an axe. Her stepmother had 18 blows and her father 17. Although it was highly speculated that she was responsible and even to this day, at her trial, the jury found it hard to believe that, you know, a upper-class, kind, church-going, Sunday school teacher, pillar of the community, white woman, would ever be capable to commit such a heinous crime. So she was let go, and she got her father's inheritance money, so did her sister, and she lived the high life and became a lesbian. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if someone becomes a lesbian. Well, I mean... No, I know what you mean. She I'm, may have been one the whole time. I mean, you're absolutely right. But like now she like, oh, can yeah. express right, it right, because right. she like didn't live with her family exactly. anymore. I don't. According to the Kristen Stewart movie, she was one. Yes, that is something she... I, I kick myself for because I forgot to mention in that episode that there was a movie called Lizzie and Kristen Stewart plays the maid in it. And like the whole thing, like we watched the trailer for it after that episode um when we recorded it and the whole thing is like basically the love story between lizzie and her maid and how like i don't know it just they like plotted together right but they did include the pigeons yeah so so we have to watch the movie at some point yeah whenever that's i'm in the mood for that i'm not in the mood for like sound of music right now you know yeah yeah I also want to mention that I watched a bootleg Ghost Adventures episode to get information about it. And the video was sped up slightly and it was like higher pitched. And like it was at like a 40 degree angle. Like because it was like obviously trying to make it seem like not, you know, so it wasn't exactly like flag. Right. But like the angle of it was like if you were watching the TV from like the other side of the room, like it was just weird. Um, But. It like I it cracked me up so much because like during the EVP sessions they were talking so fast that it was like no pause between questions. It's like who are you? What do you want? Who murdered? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also Zach Bagans he normally talks like pretty slow and deep, but he actually sounded like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) To speed up his voice to make him sound. (laughs) He's like my name is Zach Bagans. (laughs) Instead, my name is Zach. Um, anyway, that is a long tangent, but, um, I thought it was really funny. There was also this part of the episode where it was before lockdown and Zach was like, we're about to lock in and we have a cop out here just to make sure that we don't have anyone disturbing us because we have some rowdy fans out here. And then like the camera pans and there's like five people across (laughs) the street that are like, ah, and then like two people on a park bench, like, 
<laughs> he's like love you guys oh. <laughs> it, oh it cracked me up I did we watch that episode it was no it was um an older one so oh. it was season five episode five i think oh was nick part of it nick though? was part oh. of it yeah anyway long derail there so you know her like most people think she was the murderer some people think it was the uncle some like who knows it was it's still unsolved to this day so today it remains as a bed and breakfast and it is a paranormal hot spot which i can totally understand because violent death because duh <laughs> if only i could like do all my written exams like that because duh <laughs> obviously it's a paranormal hot spot and for one thing, uh, none of the furniture is original to the house. When you walk into the house, it's essentially like going into a time capsule. And this is a quote directly from the Bed and Breakfast website's brochure. Um, I found it online. Today, the house is just as it was. The furnishings retain their rightful place. The decor has been painstakingly duplicated and the original hardware and doors are still intact artifacts from the murder case are displayed while memorabilia from the era line the shelves and the mantletops a visitor is literally transported back to that morning when a perfect storm of events accumulated into a double murder end quote wow so this would obviously be such a factor as to why it would be haunted because of the residual energy or a residual haunting. If you don't know, I know I've talked about like, oh, residual energy or like it was a residual sound. So what exactly does that mean? According to medium.com, it is when a ghost, whether it's a person or an animal or an event, um, is witnessed over and over again or doing the exact same thing when that occurs, that is known as a residual haunting. And it's residual because it is believed that energy from emotionally charged events imprint upon our world. So it is the release of this residual energy that creates the ghost person or the ghost scene. So um, to paraphrase, it's it's given it energy or it was so powerful that it keeps repeating uh so this is pretty much why the event is reoccurring or why there's so much energy because you can see apparitions or hear noises of what was going on when that energy was happening so they are essentially trapped in time or like a movie reel that keeps going or the routine is being executed again so i find that super interesting the other kind of haunting, just because, you know, I was down this rabbit hole, but it's also called intelligent haunting. So same article, medium, the energy reacts to what is going on in the present. So if you have like a ghost or whatever, you're like interacting with something and you're like, oh, can you knock? And then you hear a knock. It's like it's reacting to what's going on now rather than just being like, oh, I'm going to get up and like it's almost as if the ghost doesn't know they're dead versus mm -hmm. like i don't know how being a ghost works but anyway so that's like intelligent energy i would love to be a ghost and just like scare people i don't know that'd be i don't know 
I don't know. If, if like, it wasn't forever, maybe. If I wasn't totally alone. I just want to know, you know? Like, if I could be yeah. a ghost for a day and report back. I don't know. Yeah, um, for, like, a day. <sighs> these are the things that keep me up. So, basically, Medium explains that this tends to be if there's unfinished business and I guess like the ghost seeks attention because it's trying to relay a message. Mm -hmm. So that's with intelligent activity. It's like it's trying desperately to get your attention. That's Mm -hmm. why it's a little bit more aggressive rather than like essentially at the Lizzie Borden house. Like if you, you know, see Maggie in the kitchen because like that she was going about her routine. Mm Mm-hmm. So from past stories of our paranormal tales, Intelligent would kind of be like the Bell Witch where she was like interacting with the family and like kind of tormenting them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Residual would be with the Queen Mary when you could hear the sounds of like the men crying for help after the uh, Karkoa boat sank Mm -hmm. or at the Congress Plaza back to episode one when it sounded like roller skates were on wood floors long after the rink had closed. So anyway, very long tangent on it, but I thought it was super interesting. So that was your little history lesson, or not even history, your science lesson, your paranormal lesson when we say residual energy. What was I talking about? No, I'm kidding. So basically, all all of that was skewed from the house looks exactly like it did when this happened the decor, the furniture, like everything is in place, which would make it so much easier for the ghost to make it a, a routine or to hit play again. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Okay, cool. So there's the other thing that's kind of, I guess, like feed into that energy is there's also crime scene photos like throughout the house. So like wow. on the couch, there's a actual like crime scene photo of – the father when they found like it things like that so it's like you can you can actually like see the couch and then you see the photo so that's like another element of like it makes it so much more real yeah there are eight guest rooms that you can stay uh one is the room where stepmother abby was found it is called the john moore room because that was the name of the uncle Mm -hmm. because that's where he was staying the weird uncle yeah (laughs) you can stay in bridget or maggie's maid chambers so many articles just say bridget so many say maggie i think she wanted to be called maggie (laughs) i'm sorry maggie Maggie. um maggie you can stay in maggie's room uh, in the attic or the third floor they serve hot breakfast including mutton which was a big part of the original story because the family got like food poisoning from mutton i guess they like took that off the menu but i guess maybe they still serve it but i was reading some reviews but they sell like johnny cakes or because the name of the uncle was johnny or they have like axe cookies they have a gift shop anyway (laughs) (laughs) um on ghost adventures they were talking about the murder because you know they always like set up the history before they do the investigation and one of the tour guides were talking about how, like, Abby died. And then because, you know, she had so many blows or whatever. And then Aaron goes, you know, that sounds like aggression. It sounds like somebody was taking it out on them even though they knew they were already dead. And then Zach goes, or it was somebody possessed by a demon. <laughs> I was like, 
But it's the next step in, the, in that thought process. Right. It's like back to what we were talking about during Sally House. It's either Native Americans or yeah. Pentagram or like uh-huh. there's always some explanation. Um, Demon possession. That was something he was like trying to prove, I guess, like throughout the episode because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, like maybe like there was a demonic spirit that like made someone act out this way. Like they wouldn't have normally... Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. Also, like, people do really bad things. Like, some people snap. So. Some, I don't know. I Who knows? Who, it's still an unsolved mystery. Hmm. As, anyway. So, some of the haunted encounters include disembodied voices, hearing someone whisper Mm-mm, in your ear. No, no. Whisper sweet nothings. Whisper sweet I would hate that if a ghost was trying to be romantic. That'd be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Hallmark movie. Isn't a movie called Ghost? Like the... Oh, my God. Yeah. With the, with that the pottery. Song. Yeah. And the I've and... actually never seen it. It's we good. should watch it. It's good. Yeah, let's watch it. Okay. So back to the ghost. <laughs> romantic ghost. But there's literally a romantic movie about it. About okay. a ghost. Okay. You can feel someone tug on your shirt as if like to get your attention. You can be touched by unseen hands. Rude. You can hear children giggling in the attic bedroom, which is weird because they, like, grew up, you yeah. know? Yeah. Weird. Which is weird. Apparently, you can bribe some of the ghosts to leave you alone. Like, they're very persuasive. Uh, one example is Andrew, the dad, who was... Oh, that was a fire truck or something. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm? Andrew? And a, no, sorry. So <laughs> Andrew uh, was a very successful, wealthy man, but he was very frugal. So he was very, like, protective of his money. So if you're sleeping in his room, you can leave money. And I guess, like, that'll happen. Or they actually have, like, some coins, like, on display or whatever. And apparently if you try to, like, touch them, you get scratched. Oh, good. If you are staying in... The attic room, people leave toys for the little girl ghosts or whatever. Why is there always, like, a little girl? I don't know, man. I don't. Okay. I I just, I don't like it. I, no, I mean, me neither. Um, it's the demon that was possessing them. Well, I mean, I've probably said it before, but a lot of the times, if there is, like, a, a, a demon entity, they will play off that they're being <clears throat> a young like vulnerable child so you're more likely to like help them or like anyway so i just i don't trust it whenever mm-hmm. i'm like oh there's a kid in a horror movie no absolutely not no no it's a no for me staff members hear doors open and close or they can hear footsteps from floors that no one else is on people will be walking down the staircase and then they'll feel like someone's like walking on the other like they'll feel like someone brush like, up against Ooh, them it's like if you yeah. were going up the stairs and like yeah but no one's there oh um you can see shadows experience cold spots on the beds there are indents as if someone's like sitting or lying down random feelings of nausea i watched a lot of different videos so a lot of paranormal shows have gone here I know I mentioned Ghost Adventures, BuzzFeed Unsolved went there, um, a show called Paranormal Encounter, like a, basically everyone has been there, uh, The Dead Files. So I watched like a lot of like kind of the 
the meat and potatoes of it. Like mm-hmm. I, I watched basically a lot of those and a lot of responses on EVPs. Like a lot of the times they do like sessions and it's like they maybe capture like one thing, but it's like a fart or, you know, like it's not. <laughs> but this was like kind yeah. of like every single person heard something. So mm-hmm. here's some of those. Oh, gosh. On a show called Paranormal Encounters Face to Face, which is on the biography channel, the woman investigator asked, who killed you? And then on the recording, you hear Lizzie, Lizzie Borden. Wow. On BuzzFeed Unsolved, uh, they investigated. And when they were at the bed and breakfast looking for, cr- looking at the crime scene photos, they have like, like I mentioned, crime scene photos all throughout the house. But they also have like a binder of guest photos mm-hmm. that people have captured like EVPs or not on the photo. Fo- you know what I mean? Apparitions. Yeah. So they were looking at the crime scene photo and the second, like they made a comment or whatever. And the cameraman, like in real time, hears like a woman saying, help me. Oh my God. And it's very clear. That's so creepy. Uh, this is, so this is still BuzzFeed. They were in the room where Abby was killed and they said, if anyone is here, can you make a noise? And almost instantly you hear a bump. Mm. Um, when they heard like tapping sounds from the other room, but they were the only ones there at the time. I think they were in, they were in Maggie's room and they sang the song, you know, the, um, Lizzie Borden took an act. So they like recited that. I'm like, you have balls because no, rude. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but the second they stopped singing the song. Their audio picks up, like, interference, like, static. And then the cameraman's like, oh, like, that, that's weird. Or, like, because he had, like, a boom, you know, yeah, yeah. what how they do. Um, and he heard, like, the interference. So they did it again, but, like, in a whisper. And they heard the same kind of, like, interference, but more intensely. Like, it was oh, louder that time. So wow. it was super weird. That's weird. And, of course, on Ghost Adventures... Um, one of the first things they did was they set up a REM pod. For those of you who don't know what a REM pod is, it's uh, basically this like box that essentially like if you touch it, it like makes a beep noise, but it has like antennas or I don't, apparently it's like the easiest way for ghosts to communicate because it doesn't take a lot of their energy or whatever. (laughs) I don't know, but (laughs) they set it on the floor and it would light up to like intelligent responses like very easily. Zach heard a hissing noise from, like, the other room. They hear footsteps on, like, other floors. Zach actually investigated by himself. What? This this was back when Nick was there. He's a different person now. Yeah. (laughs) Now he just makes Aaron do it. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, you know, a big prison or anything where they, like, Nick and Aaron were on, like, the second floor, and then Zach was on the third floor or whatever. And... When Zach was by himself, he heard, like, a noise, and one of the dresser drawers opened by itself. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. Yeah. They got a ton of EVP responses, and also from the spirit box, including tell them about the girl. And when the word girl was said, it was, like, loud. It was, like, tell them about the girl, and it was, like, oh more aggressive. God. They also brought in a medium. And the medium said that she felt like someone was yelling at her. And right when she said that, they heard an EVP, like, after the fact that said, go ahead and cry. Oh, my God. 
And that one was very clear. Wow. Because sometimes you hear it and they kind of like put subtitles and then your brain picks it yeah. up. But it was like, I could have had my eyes closed and I heard it. Oh my God. So that's super creepy. That's so creepy. Um, Nick felt like he was going to throw up and needed to like step away. He was like, it's too intense. And in the um, episode description, it was like, they feel urges of aggression or some, some crap like that. But um, Zach had to rage, <laughs> as he always does. Born to rage. I was also going to read some TripAdvisor. Oh, um, great minds think alike. Yeah. So they have almost 600 reviews, and only seven of them are, like, negative. Oh, wow. So they have 504 five-star reviews and 72 very good and then like hardly any average poor terrible so people have a good time uh apparently um like the tour guides are like excellent and you know uh it's very accommodating so one woman said that you know she slept pretty well but her husband like kept getting waking up like every couple minutes and like then he felt like the bed was like being like shaken oh my god and he like in the review i can't find it now because i started looking at like a bunch of random ones and then Uh i accidentally closed out of one anyway to to summarize he said that he like kept like glancing and like didn't see anything and was like not off and then he was like staring for a while and that's when it happened so he thought that he scared the ghost because it's like wait why are you looking at me (laughs) (laughs) that's actually pretty funny yeah it's like wait you can see me it's like no wow um they have when you stay the night you have to like be gone during the day because they do a lot of tours or whatever Mm -hmm. but if you do stay the night they have a bunch of like paranormal investigating equipment they even have a Ouija board, which is not encouraged. Like, mm. why would you do that? No, 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 um, no. Anyway, it's it's highly recommended. Um, a lot of people say, like, oh, like, some things didn't happen to us, some things did. But a common thing, whether they experienced something or not, they said, like, it just felt weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just because it's, like, staged accordingly and they have, like, crime scene evidence. Like, it's just very... I guess unsettling because I I go to hotels and like did someone die here but it's like no you're literally staying in the room where someone was brutally Mm -hmm. murdered and essentially looks the same as it did so definitely weird but I think it would definitely be something to try at least once Mm -hmm. they are still open like during COVID or whatever um or whatever Mm -hmm. I don't mean it like that but yeah, that is kind of the part two. So you heard about the murder, and now you hear about the afterlife. Thank you. That really rounds out the story. Yeah. I think if we were to do that, I would need, like, maybe a couple more people, because I feel like if it was just you and me, we would just, like, get freaked out and leave right away. Oh, yeah, we're chickens. Yeah. I mean, I'm very interested, but, like, I don't know. There's nothing hold. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just freak myself out more than it's probably... Yeah, me too. Like our basement. Our basement is haunted for sure. Absolutely. Anyway. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I hope that was okay. Yeah. One other, like, part of the Ghost Adventures episode is apparently, like, the basement is super creepy. Well, obviously, all basements are. But, like, well, thank you all so much for listening to episode 17. We're so happy you're here. Really, means so much. 
I am Margo. And I'm Elizabeth. And this is the Insomnia Report. Would you like to tell them where to find us? Yes. Find us on social media. Follow us. Like and share our content. If, if oh, sorry, so, that please. was really aggressive. <laughs> I'm proud of you, though. You were being very assertive. <laughs> it's a, a small step. <laughs> um, uh, one inch at a time. Yeah. No, but really, it does mean a lot when you do those things. So <laughs> we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also email us with your own stories or suggestions for future topics with your listener reports at the report at gmail.com. We would also love to thank the artists that have helped us. Our music is composed by Colin Whitlish and music production is by Justin Toom. And our cover art is by Erica Chase. Please tune in next week where we will open up another can of worms of, why did I say it like that? We will be talking about things we wish we learned in school. There's so much. So much. I say that every time, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. So thanks again for listening and stay sleepy. Good night. Good night.